The findings of a recent Transamerica survey indicate that the biggest issue that stands between you and a worry-free journey to and through retirement might be the many variables necessary to factor in the equation. Stick around because these numbers are going to shock you. And now, Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. Well, hi there, and welcome to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, and this is Wealth Over Taxes with Robin Whitlock and Kevin Sullivan. They're advisors of Infinite Wealth Advisors. That's the name of their company. They have helped hundreds of clients in uh, their retirement years. We'd like to welcome you in, and since this is our first show, we're going to take a moment or two and tell you about the credentials that these guys have, and it's quite impressive. Let's start with Robin first, because ladies first. Now, beginning her financial career in 2004, Robin partnered with Infinite Wealth Advisors in March of 2008 as a consultant and joined the firm full-time in December of 2010 and became a partner of the firm shortly after, utilizing her Bachelor of Science degree in accounting and her Master's of Taxation degree, easy for me to say, and she's able to assist clients in understanding the tax impacts of their financial decisions and what those tax impacts will really be for multi-generational clients. Now, Robin specializes in estate planning. She also works with clients who uh, wish to explore the many advantages of financial insurance and annuity products as part of their overall financing planning. Uh, Robin, it puts my associate's degree uh, to shame, I, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> I call myself the career student. <laughs> there you go. Now, Robin, now, I could only take two years of college. Now, Robin and her husband, Scott, and their nine-year-old son, William Ross, now reside in Statesville, North Carolina, with their rescue dog, Bandit, I love that name, after uh, relocating uh, just from uh, Huntersville, North Carolina, after 17 years. Robin, welcome in. Thank you, Gary, for that wonderful introduction. I'm happy to be here today. All right, Lown, let's talk about Kevin. Since beginning his financial services career in 2002, Kevin E. Sullivan has established a reputation as one of the premier financial advisors in North Carolina. Now, Kevin's extensive background includes 20 years in executive leadership roles within the healthcare industry. He transformed those leadership skills and started his own firm, Infinite Wealth Advisors, Kevin also demonstrates leadership by providing directions to high net clients, high net worth clients, and small to medium-sized companies. Kevin is a Pennsylvania native, and we're talking before the show. No, no, he's not a Steelers fan. I don't know why, but he's a Bears fan. A, a long-suffering Bears fan, uh, should I say, Kevin? A, a very a very long-suffering <laughs> Bears fan. It's been 30 years or more, actually 40 years now. Okay, well, hang in there, you know, because I'm a Minnesota Viking fan, so I know, I know your pain. All right, so uh, he moved to North Carolina in 1996. Him and his wife, uh, Blair, reside in Statesville, North Carolina, with their two dogs, Britton and Hugo. Uh, welcome to the show, and this is our uh, first show, so I'd like to welcome uh, Robin and Kevin in. And today, uh, what they talked about in uh, what we call our tease, the beginning of our of the show here, uh, to uh, help educate the public when it comes to retirement planning, Transamerica recently conducted a survey to see what people know and don't know about a retirement, and they uh, what they don't know is pretty is pretty scary. All right, so to set the stage, uh, we checked in with CNBC's Sharon Epperson and talking with Shelley Ann Ileka about this uh, particular subject. Yet many Americans know they're unprepared. A recent survey finds only 29% have a written financial plan, which some experts say can serve as a guide to help stress test your strategy. It can illustrate or simulate 
how your retirement goal will be impacted by different inflationary periods, different periods of market volatility. So, Robin, you want to take this first one? Um, does this surprise you at all? No, it absolutely does not. We have found in our practice that most people, when they come to see us, they do have some um, form of financial strategy, but only 29% have a written plan and 41% say they have an unwritten plan. So we try to tie all of those factors together to help them form and fashion the either written plan, unwritten plan that they have and help to um, shape that into something that will help them uh, moving forward. So do you think this uh, this unwritten plan is really a, not, not a, if it's not written down, it's not a plan, am I right? As I said before, hope is not a plan, which most people come in hoping <laughs> that they'll make it to retirement and hoping they will have enough funds to make it through their retirement. And for those that are fortunate to um, live very long, healthy lives, um, we try to help the, help to accommodate that here in our office. All right. So here's some more uh, statistics from the uh, survey from Transamerica. 50% of workers expect to work to age 65. 31% of workers expect to work past 65. 19% of workers do not plan on retiring at all. Um, Kevin, is that what you find uh, with the folks you meet? Yeah, I mean, retirement should be uh, a choice. And uh, the only way to have a choice be defined is to have some type of a definitive plan of action to get you from point A to point B. Uh, you know, with with people that expect to retire to age 65 and that are hoping that things like Social Security um, and governmental programs are going to be there to facilitate income for them, um, that is, in our estimation, is hugely problematic. Uh, retiring at, at age 65 uh, is something that, if defined, can be well-planned um, and well-executed with by documenting what needs to be done uh, while you're still working in order to get you to the point where you can choose to retire at any point in time as opposed to being forced to either work past 65 or to never retire. Going back to 401ks uh, for a minute, uh, you know, it's I remember vividly uh, filling out the forms at one of my uh, radio jobs in my career and saying to someone next to me, hey, what did you pick? Uh, and it's kind of like, <laughs> am I right? We have very little knowledge of this. And also the choices are pretty limited. A lot more choices on IRAs. Is that right, Robin? That is true. And, and you are absolutely correct. You would be surprised at how many of our newer clients come in and tell me, well, my neighbor said that they were doing this. So we decided to do the same thing. And as you know, and as we know, that every plan has to be customized for that client's particular needs. So just because your neighbor needs to check those first two boxes doesn't mean that you do. Yeah, I mean, the other thing that I that I try to, you know, one of the things that we, we spend a lot of time with is, is is client education. So we talked when we were talking earlier before the show started, you know, we spend about 40% of our time uh, writing plans, um, helping people uh, with uh, financial decisions. Um, but we spend about 60% of our time on behavioral management. Um, and behavioral management is 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 critical. 
uh, you know, in times like the like now, when we've got a lot of volatility in the market, uh, people are making emotional decisions about what they're doing with their assets, and that's not the time to be doing that. Other than if you have a lot of cash on hand and you're out there looking for bargains, um, but generally speaking, uh, you know, we want people to uh, be behave in such a way that is rational, and the way to do that is to have a definitive plan of action that you can look at, take out, study, understand where you are, and that will or should stop you from making poor decisions um, in volatile in a volatile environment like we are today. Yeah, I mean, the, the market is really driven uh, emotionally. We've, we've seen that over, over many years, particularly the last couple of years with the pandemic and everything. And I, I read somewhere that uh, some advisors said there's no – uh, there's no emotional bottom. There's only an intellectual bottom. And that's what he was basically, you know, a- alluding to that. Take the emotion out of it. Right. Yes. But that's very hard to do, especially um, with the last few years. People, more people have been at home. And so they are emotionally involved with these financial decisions. And, and people make not necessarily make good decisions when they're emotional decisions. But we've seen a lot more of that over the last few years. Um, I do think the trend will start heading back when more people get back to work. People will be able to think a little straighter and um, and make less irrational and emotional decisions. Yeah, and you're and you're flooded with information. I yes. mean, right. you know, yeah. if, if you're watching TV, I mean, it's it's everything is doom and gloom. Everything yes. is exacerbated. <laughs> right. Um, you know, we, we the headline we, of the day. Yeah, right. the headline yeah. of the day. Whatever the gold, you know, whatever the new shiny object is, um, you know, that's what people tend to focus on. Um, and the fact of the matter is that when the new shiny object comes out and is shown to you, um, it's too late. The shiny object has already come and gone. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> Am I right? We didn't say any names. Oh, okay. I, say, right. I, I thought I'd say that. I thought I'd throw one you in. You don't want me to go off on a tangent about that, believe me. <laughs> we have so, lots of calls about that I'm every sure week. you do. I'm sure you do. So, you know, it's funny. I, I bet you have people that, you know, check their portfolio, you know, uh, 30 times a day and others who maybe hopefully, you know, check it once a month to make sure that they're, that they're kind of uh, on track. But I guess it's, it's, it's pretty well uh, spread out over those two. Uh, well, that's an interesting things, yeah. comment, Gary, because, you know, we find that uh, clients that at least from, from our point of view, our clients are not out there looking at their portfolios every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is because they know where they are. They know where they're headed. Uh, they're tracking. Uh, we're tracking. We're, we're monitoring what's happening. Um, if they get a little nervous, uh, sometimes they need to pick up, you know, they pick up the phone, they need to have a telephone conversation with Robin or me. Um, but generally speaking, you can take a lot of those, what I consider to be bad behaviors away by having a definitive plan of action and knowing that you're on track um, and that you need to stay between the lines. So we got a terrific uh, offer from uh, Robin and Kevin. Uh, Kevin, what do you have for our listeners today? So Robin and I are very passionate about guiding clients uh, through a secure and independent retirement. So every week we keep a few openings on our calendars for listeners to sit down, get a no cost, no obligation assessment or second review to help assure that you're on the right path. The consultation will help you determine how prepared you and your portfolio are to handle dangers like inflation, market volatility, and taxation. You've worked hard for your money and we'll work just as hard to help you protect and grow it. Our strategies are used by people with millions saved for retirement. If you have the desire and commitment, we have the knowledge and expertise. So for the next 10 callers who have $200,000 or more saved for retirement, 
Get the fact-based approach you deserve along with better answers to your financial challenges and objectives by calling us right now. We have offices in High Point and Mooresville, North Carolina. All right. This is your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement income plan. Call right now. We have some slots available on their calendar. No cost, no obligation. The number is 800-757-6062, 800-757-6062. We are going to take a short break. I'll be checking my Bitcoin uh, during that time. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Kevin, what do you want to talk about in the next segment or Robin? Are you someone who wants to retire early or maybe you want to work just a little bit longer to beef up your retirement savings? The good news is with a little discipline and dedication, you could retire on your terms no matter what they are. Some ways to pile up cash before you retire when we come right back. Welcome back to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, and this is Wealth Over Taxes, our initial show. Robin Whitlock and Kevin Sullivan are with us. They're advisors of infinite wealth advisors they've helped hundreds of clients plan their retirement through uh, many many years and they are with us today and uh, we just uh, finished segment one segment two we're going to talk about retiring on your terms when you want to retire and there's a number of things that uh, robin and kevin will tell you to make it easier for you to uh, get you in the right direction when it comes to uh, retirement kevin and robin welcome back in Let's uh, share some of this information with our listeners today on retiring on your own terms. Thank you, Gary. Well, one of the um, first steps that we tell, especially a new investor or someone that's within five to 10 years of retirement, if you've not started saving, you need to get started. And I know it's very hard for people to save a little bit extra money. There's always some expense that is coming up um, as we all have HVAC problems or roof problems or what have you. But think about that wonderful cup of coffee that you drive through daily to pick up. You could take that same amount of money and just stick that into just a little investment account. I have clients that um, we set up just a, we call it robo investing. You just put the money in, you have it drafted out. It just gets invested for you every week, just a little bit. And before you know it, you will have a nice um, savings account built up just by doing that kind of set it and forget it. Yeah, I guess making it uh, automatic is pretty much uh, like you said, set it and forget it. And it's it's there and you'd be surprised how fast it can grow, uh, particularly if you, you don't even realize it's there. Just let it go. Am I right? That's exactly right. I tell people just um, you use your um, your smartphone all the time. Just get yourself an app on there and just make it automatic. That's the easiest thing. You just forget about it because you'll spend that same amount of money, whether you're you know, fueling your car, having a, a latte every day or, or whatever. Um, it's just as easy to automate that retirement savings and just have it go into an account that you don't have access to or that you don't you don't log into daily like your checking or savings account. Yeah, I guess I have so much uh, technology and different apps and things to track uh, your money. You find it helpful that uh, people can really take a really close look at where their money goes each day? Yeah, there. I mean, there, there, there are plenty of apps to do that. I mean, for, from from our point of view, our you know we do that for our clients. Um, you know, our responsibility, our, our fiduciary responsibility, is to monitor what their investments are doing, uh, make sure the investments are aligned with. 
what their action plan is to uh, get themselves into and through retirement. Uh, and so our responsibility is to do that on behalf of our clients, make adjustments for them. Uh, and again, back to our comment in the, uh, in the first segment, uh, when we we're talking about 40% uh, financial and planning and 60% behavioral. So the fact that you have competent people uh, on your team that are assisting you uh, limits the amount of behavioral uh, influence that you have about making poor decisions. Yeah, it's funny talking about tracking. My family hates it because I got a text every time some money goes out of my checking account. Of course, here comes the phone call to my son. You know, you did what? You bought what? <laughs> we all do that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, one of the things that really, really can uh, destroy you when it comes to uh, saving for uh, retirement is debt and trying to trying to pay down that debt and get rid of some of that debt. What would you guys recommend as far as that concerned with debt? I mean, a, a debt reduction plan is, is, is certainly uh, something that is critical. Uh, again, you know, we're, we're in an environment now where, you know, we've just come out of, of 10 years of probably some of the lowest uh, interest rates of this generation. And, uh, you know, the days of borrowing uh, money uh, for a mortgage at 2.7% are gone. Uh, so you have purchasing power. So the same purchasing power you had at 2.7% uh, is vastly different when that interest rate goes to 5.5%. Uh, so, you know, we encourage people to reduce debt um, as quickly as possible, particularly some of those high debt, uh, those high interest rate uh, items cards. like credit cards yes. and things like that. Um, and, and there's lots of ways to do that, but it, it takes discipline. Uh, and, you know, part of our planning process uh, with clients is to assist them with being disciplined about what they do. Yeah, we've helped clients. Um, I can think of one in particular in Winston-Salem, um, a retired educator. She came into our office and she did not want to tell her husband how much debt she had run up on those credit cards. So we sat down with her and we created a debt reduction plan, which um, of course we made her accountable and we looked at all of her credit cards, ordered them by which one had the highest interest rates and just told her, this is what you need to do. This is how you're going to do this. And then once you finish paying all of these off, then we're going to start setting aside funds for retirement. But she could not comfortably think about retirement until she got that credit card debt um, paid off. Yeah. Again, that goes back to the behavioral management piece of it. You know, the behavioral management piece is, is that you people get hyper-focused on the things that are right in front of them. And when you're paying 27 or 28 or 29 or 30% interest on a credit card, um, the last thing you can think about is taking, you know, $15,000 a year or $10,000 a year or $5,000 a year and dropping it into your 401k uh, because you can't get beyond the fact that you're, you know, you've got a $10,000 credit card balance that's costing you $3,000 a year to carry you know, at a 30% interest rate. Kind of a side note, uh, uh, Kevin or uh, Robin, uh, should our antennas go up when we see these commercials for, you know, debt reduction, get rid of your high interest rate credit cards? Um, there's something that makes me nervous about watching those commercials. Uh, you know, they're... they're um... Those folks are going to make money off of your credit card debt. I yes. think I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, and, and some of that stuff is home equity, and um, you know you can do debt consolidation. 
uh, you know, one of the behavioral things that 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 I see is um, uh, is that you know let's go and and get a home equity line and pay off our thirty thousand dollars worth of credit card debt. Um, but what I have seen is people go and do that and then turn around and maintain those credit cards and yes. then over time turn around and run those credit cards back up to $30,000 worth of debt and they haven't even paid off the home equity line. Now taking a home equity line out at, you know, at 5% or 6% to offset a 27% interest rate credit card, that's smart. But if you're going to do that, you ought to be cutting your credit cards in half. And we do some of that. I mean, as, you know, as part of our you know, uh, part of our process, and I, I don't want to go through a commercial here uh, about what we do and how we do it, but, you know, the fact is, is that everyone who comes in, every prospective client that comes in here goes through a very specific process. And whether it's, it's somebody that comes in with a couple hundred thousand or somebody comes in with a couple of million, um, it's the same process for everybody. Um, and that is that we're going to be you know, we're going to ask you a lot of questions. Uh, we're going to find out what you're doing. We're going to look at the things that you can do better. Uh, we're going to advise you, and then we're going to guide you, and then we're going to make sure that you stay on track um, so that we can assure that the plan that we lay out for you is executed in a way that makes you successful so you can physically have the choice of retiring when you want to. All right. Great stuff, uh, Kevin. So one of the other things we've been talking about, uh, too, is retiring on your terms. And one of the things is explore a 401k and other retirement plans, especially if, you're, uh, if your uh, employer offers you that. Why not take advantage of it? Am I right? Absolutely. Um, it's it, Some people call it free money. If, if they're going to offer that plan, um, take advantage of it. It's, it goes back to the concept where you're um, saving in that little robo-investing account. If you have it deducted before you ever see it, you'll never think about those funds. But it is very important whether you um, start a 401k with your current employer or if you just create your own individual retirement account, you can do it you know, with us, with a local bank, um, start something just so that you have something that makes you accountable to where you're making these contributions on a systematic interval. Yeah. So, you know, from a, from a 401k contribution point of view, there are sort of a couple of ways to look at it. If you're, if you're not making 401k contributions at all, um, you should be looking at what your employer, um, is matching. So if you're, if your employer is 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 making a six percent match, and that means that you have to contribute six percent in order for them to contribute six percent, your minimum contribution to the four hundred one k ought to be six percent, um, and then you ought to try to contribute more than that. But at a minimum, whatever your employer is is matching, that's what you ought to be contributing, and that's that's typically the rule of thumb that we use. Yeah, like you said, uh, Robin, it's free money. I mean, if why wouldn't you take advantage of uh, of that match? That all right. So we're coming to the end of the segment, and this is our first show with Kevin and Robin. If you're just joining us, we welcome you in. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate, and Kevin, Robin, have a wonderful offer for our uh, listeners today. Am I right, guys? You are absolutely correct. Something near and dear to my heart, tax planning. Investments have an impact on taxes, and taxes have an impact on investments. And managing one without the view of the other means you can be paying too much. So for the next few callers who have $200,000 or more saved for retirement, 
We've set aside some time on our calendar for listeners. So go ahead and call in and take advantage of that complimentary second opinion or a financial consultation with an experienced team. Our approach can help make a difference for you and your family by looking at your unique situation and making recommendations tailored to those specific needs. By doing this, Kevin and I can properly rebalance your portfolio between risky and safe investments. We can help you avoid costly tax mistakes, and we've seen lots of those. We can also help you maximize Social Security and so much more. So please call now and get on the schedule for this no-cost offer made available to our listeners with $200,000 saved for retirement. All right. We're proud to be shedding light on a number of topics we see folks struggling with or being taken advantage of as they prepare for and move into retirement. If you want to get that complimentary financial roadmap uh, we we're talking about, put it together for you while making sure you walk away uh, from this conversation with clarity and understanding. Get on the phone, talk to uh, Robin and Kevin at 800-757-6062, 800-757-6062. They will make some slots available for you on their calendar. All right. We are going to take a short break. What would you like to dive into next, uh, Kevin? How's successful retirement like playing a game of chess? They both take strategy, experience, and planning the right moves. Stick around. In the next segment, we'll break it all down like Bobby Fischer and Boris Spassky. Welcome back to the show. This is Wealth Over Taxes with Robin Whitlock and Kevin Sullivan, and their company is Infinite Wealth Advisors. We'd like to welcome them back in. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate, and we're rolling through the show, and we'll talk about how, uh, this is an interesting analogy here, we're talking about how retirement relates to chess. I, I don't play chess very well, I, it's been a while. But I guess a lot of us can relate to this. So let's let's dive into the many, many pieces on the chessboard. Who wants to get us started today? Well, and that's funny. I have a friend of mine. He always says, I'm playing chess when everybody else is playing checkers. So that ties <laughs> nicely into this um, into this segment. Um, using the uh, chess analogy, we're looking at pawns. Many people underestimate the importance of their pawns and see them as expendable. The pawn is analogous to the retirement savings that you've done over the years. You might not feel like you're contributing very much, and your month-to-month or even your year-to-year gains might not seem that impressive. But if we go back to that concept of just the automated, systematic investing, and you're just taking one step at a time, making that slow progress over time, you're being disciplined, one day that pawn is going to turn into a queen. Right. So don't disregard the pawn, right? Even though it moves one spot at a time. Am I right? That is correct. All right. Let's talk about the knight now. What about the knight? The knight moves. I talk about this like I'm a professional chess player. I am not. (laughs) My son plays chess, (laughs) but I do know what the pieces can do. The the knight moves across the board in a way that no other piece can because of the L-shaped path that the knight makes. When he moves, he's able to jump over other pieces that appear to be in his way. In your retirement planning, the night is your safe money. Your safe money may not have the potential for outstanding growth in a particular year, but that's okay because that's not really its job. Its job is to be predictable and reliable and not run the risk of disappearing. What would you say uh, when it comes to talking about the night? What, what kind of investments are, are you know safe money, uh, Robin? We consider we've got CDs, savings accounts, checking accounts. We've got um, index annuities. 
um, we're moving off the spectrum here, but sometimes we consider even bond investments, although um, bond investments could be unsafe depending on the particular type of bond that you're in. But um, sticking with the um, the more conservative end of the spectrum, we're looking at CDs, checking, savings, index annuities, et cetera. Yeah, I, I, and I think that one of the key elements to, to, to having a, a segment of your assets uh, safe is that if you think about a teeter-totter, for lack of a better term, uh, if you have a, a, a block of money that is absolutely positively safe that cannot lose any principle, and then on the other side, you have something that has the ability to get heavier or lighter, what the safe money does is it allows you to advise you, for lack of a better term, the time to recover from a market turndown. Uh, sort of, you know, what's happened from January to, you know, today, you know, August of uh, 2022, where we've seen a fairly significant pullback on the market. So safe money uh, gives you the ability to ride that out, uh, give you the ability to allow those, uh, those assets to recover uh, their values. Again, back to 40% financial, 60% behavioral, the behavioral part of that is managed by the financial piece. So you have safe money, which basically limits the amount of behavioral mismanagement that you may employ to uh, make poor decisions and move out of things that have a high potential of recovering in a, in a sour market. But I guess, you know, you could say you, it, the analogy to me is, is like treading water and there's, you know, no risk, no reward. So while it's incredibly important to keep your money safe, but uh, obviously you can only use a, a small portion of that uh, because you, you'll see very little uh, growth. Am I right, Kevin? No, that, that's not necessarily correct. So, you know, having safe money and having money at risk is all part of a comprehensive plan of attack to have a successful retirement. Uh, so there are uh, things that can be done uh, to augment retirement income, to augment um, that uh, risk exposure, and to augment uh, the time frame that you would have to recover in a in a in a downturning market. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got that. So you know, years ago, I used to work in a casino, and I would you know go over to the roulette table and see a guy put it all on red. So you're not suggesting that, am I right? <laughs> that, that, that that is correct. You have a fifty percent chance. That would that, be the queen in my chess game. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would also be the uh, as Robin alluded to earlier in the discussion. That would also be the game of hope. So um, hope hope is not a plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the queen. Uh, is the most powerful piece on the board. Uh, uh, she can move long distances in any directions. Am I right? That is correct. And the queen would be going back to the um, using our analogies with the king, the knight, and uh, the pawn. The the queen can be your at risk money. She can go anywhere. She can do anything. Just like an asset allocation, where you have money that's safe and secure, you also have funds allocated to some risk money. Um, in our client base. Most people are kind of middle of the road. There's not any high risk where we're looking at um, um, all these alternative investments, but they do want to be in the market and have some type of money in the market that can um, keep pace with inflation and, and would just um, to increase their purchasing power. So when someone comes into our office, we take a look at the total asset base, look at their income needs, look at the 
um, their tax brackets and so forth. And we take all those things into consideration. And then we do asset allocation. We determine what parts the safe money, what parts the risk money as in the queen here. And then, um, and then we've got some short term looking at their short term for those um, needs that may arise, whether it's vacations or buying a car, or, you know, working, you know, something for your home. And we take all that into consideration and we allocate those accordingly. What kind of products do you see your clients uh, gravitating to in terms of, uh, of risk money? And what type of uh, products do you recommend? I know there's all different kinds of annuities and index annuities and so on. What, what, are, you, what, are, you, what are you seeing, guys? Sure. I mean, we it, again, it, 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 you know, unfortunately or, or fortunately for us, uh, when we are developing a action plan for a client, uh, we have one client and we have one action plan. Um, so unlike, you know, a lot of the big broker dealer firms and even a lot of the big, um, uh, um, advisory firms that, you know, have a canned approach that, you know, you, you they have, you know, a three or a five bucket system. And if you come closest to bucket number four, then that's how they do the asset allocation. We don't do that. Um, so it's very specific, um, is client centered. Um, and so it depends on, it, it depends on what the client requirements are. Some clients, uh, you know, are, are want to use something as simple as, as, as a, as a multi-year, annuity guarantee that guarantees they're going to make four and a half percent for five years. And that's acceptable. Um, and if it's acceptable from a planning point of view and it fits into their plan of action, um, and we can justify, uh, that move, then that's what we do. So the plan is developed first. And then after the plan is developed and we get buy-in from the client, we then go back to the beginning of the plan and then we start executing the elements that need to get us through that plan, whether it's cash on hand, whether it's money market, whether it's CDs, whether it's annuities, whether it's stocks, mutual funds, uh, ETFs, bonds, you know, whatever it happens to be. So it's plan the work and then work the plan. Robin? Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, and most people, the end goal is we're just trying to make sure that they have that retirement income that they have worked so hard to achieve, um, saving those assets. It is our goal to make sure that we generate that income that they need in retirement and also um, save and protect what they've, they have accumulated during their working years. All right. Let's talk about the king as we wrap up uh, this segment. Who wants to talk about the king? It's good to be the king, right? <laughs> it's good to be the king, Kevin. Sure. Kevin's the king. <laughs> hey, easy. <laughs> You're the king, Kevin. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Did we tell my wife that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, if you, if you mean, if you fail protect, to protect the king, the, your game's over. Right. Um, so, you know, retirement in our mind, retirement planning, um, is the king. Uh, you know, a lot of people think that the king is income. A lot of think people think that the king is, you know, returns. Some people believe that the king is social security. Um, if social security is your king, then you're probably on a, on a, on a plan to, to failure. So, uh, controlling the elements that influence how you're going to retire is the key to having a successful retirement. And the way you control the elements is to have a definitive plan, meet with your advisor periodically, check in, make sure that you're on track. If you're not on track, make those adjustments to get you back on track and continue to execute so that retirement 
becomes a choice and not a necessity and or not a necessity because you can't afford to retire. All right. The first step is to sit down with a financial coach. And that's what we've been talking about here. So let's talk about the offer uh, that you guys have uh, for this, uh, this show. Now's a good time to open up the phone lines. If you're one of the next callers who have $200,000 saved, we've set aside time on our calendar to meet with you. We can help give you some clarity surrounding one of the most vital issues of your financial life through a complimentary strategic planning session or a thorough second opinion review. Here is what you'll get. An analysis of your current investments with a financial advisor. This will include a fee analysis and a personalized, comprehensive, non-biased Morningstar report on your current situation, as well as recommendations on simple tweaks and changes that could be made to increase your chances of retirement income success. We will also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. In addition, you'll get a personalized long-term financial retirement and income plan to help you reach your goals. Confidence is a powerful tool especially when you're approaching retirement. So call in and get that complimentary strategic planning session or a thorough second opinion review. All right. And that's why we offer you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances, no cost, no obligation. Find out how risk, how much risk you're taking. If there are red flags, that could be potential problems in the future, how much you're paying in fees and commissions, potential tax liability, and of course, finding security in a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing your social security benefits as well. 800-757-6062. 800-757-6062. Get a hold of Robin and Kevin and they will set up that appointment for you. No cost, no obligation. All right. What do you guys want to do next? Every week, the listeners ask some of the best questions. When we come back, we'll address the best of the week. Hi there, and welcome to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. This is Wealth Over Taxes with Robin Whitlock and Kevin Sullivan. They're advisors of Infinite Financial Advisors. They have helped hundreds of clients into their retirement years and preparing for retirement. And we're closing in on the final segment of the show today. And uh, what we do in the last segment is, uh, is get questions from our listeners. And we get questions, emails, uh, voicemails and occasionally uh, a piece of really actual mail comes through, believe it or not. All right. So, so Harry in Leland and Harry uh, says or asks, what's the difference between a 401k and a, and a pension plan? That's a pretty good question, I guess. huh? Yeah. So, you know, the, the biggest difference is, is that a pension plan um, is what they call a defined benefit plan. And that is that the, uh, Benefit is predefined at a predetermined age. Contributions are made solely by the employer, um, and uh, the uh, client or the 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 person who is in receipt of that uh, will have a choice of electing payments uh, at a certain age later on in life, age sixty, age sixty-two, age sixty-five, age sixty-seven. Uh, and we'll also have the option of uh, taking a higher benefit without having a, uh, um, a spousal benefit, which means that um, uh, I don't want my spouse to get uh, any of my pension if I die early, or I do want my spouse to get a portion or all of my pension if I die early. Uh, and so that results in usually a little bit of 
uh, a reduction in the payment amount. Uh, a 401k um, is what they call a defined contribution plan. So a defined contribution plan allows the employees to determine what they want to uh, invest, how much. Uh, there are no guaranteed minimums or maximums. Uh, employees uh, assume all the risk of the investments uh, and uh, have the ability to uh, a little bit more control uh, over what happens uh, with those investments. Uh, there are contribution limits to those. Um, people over the age of 50 are allowed to contribute uh, in our estimation, significantly more than people that are under the age of 50. Uh, so those would be the two big differences. All right. There's, there's a catch-up plan, too, on the 401ks. Am I right, uh, uh, Kevin? Correct. Yeah. So that is that is the age 50 and above. So if you're over age 50, uh, the catch-up contribution amount is higher if you're pre-age 50. All right. And the pension is determined by uh, how many years you worked uh, for that company. Doesn't Wouldn't pensions vary? It depends on how many years you put into that company. Am I right? Yes. Yes, that is correct. Uh, you know, so so you know, it's a the longer you're there, the higher the pension amount is. Uh, tenure, for lack of a better term. Uh, so if you've spent thirty years, uh, the, you know, my brother uh, just uh, retired from a, a major aerospace company. Uh, spent um, you know thirty five years there uh, as an executive. Uh, so his pension uh, is uh, fairly significant. It was the only place that basically he, he had ever worked. So uh, when you have that type of an environment, the the pension amount is 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 pretty high. If you have a five, if you're there for five years, uh, you may have some vesting. Uh, uh, most pension plans will have a vesting period. Uh, typically, it's going to be five years. So you've got to be there for at least five years uh, before you get any vesting whatsoever. Uh, investing basically means that uh, they will start to your pension will be guaranteed once you've been employed at that particular uh, employer for at least five years. It's interesting you mentioned uh, your brother. Um, it's that's pretty unusual these days to find someone work with the same company their whole career. Am I right? You find it less and less these days, huh? It it, it is. We we. Um, we rarely see yeah. um, clients that have that come in that have been with companies that long. We just don't see that anymore. Well, I can speak from experience, having worked in the radio industry over forty years. I've I've now worked in every time zone, so it's like you know, <laughs> people people always say, "Are you in? The, were you in the military? No, radio. It's the same. You know, anyway, <laughs> same thing. Right? Same kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, from an employer point of view, it's you know finding uh, finding employees. I mean, there's a huge employer employee shortage. Um, and so, you know, uh, you know, think of a think of the real estate market. You got a buyer sell a buyer's market and a seller's market. Um, if you're an employee and you're productive, um, and uh, you know you have you've got good history, uh, you know you're in demand. And so, employers are going to be uh, are are going to be looking to, to 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 motivate you to move from where you are uh, into one of their positions. So we're, we see a lot of that. That's exactly right. We had a client um, that called in last week, and because of that very statement, um, she is now entertaining looking for another position because she found out just based on 
the demand that she could go and make, you know, X amount of dollars more than the position that she's in. And she's in a, a, a security clearance position. Um, so I was helping her do some retirement planning based on the possibility of her moving, moving jobs because of that, um, that demand and being able to get an increase in her pay for retirement. I'm going to go talk to my boss right after the show here. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe not. And let's talk, let's talk to Paul in Chapel Hill. Uh, should I roll over my traditional IRA into a Roth IRA It's 60 years old? I also have a work-related 401k with $107,000, as well as a designated trading account with $90,000. I have nothing but standard deductions as our house is paid for. Sounds like he's in a, in pretty good shape, I guess, huh? Yeah, Robin, Robin is the tax expert here, so I'm going to toss that over to her and let her handle it. Yes, and, and Paul, I'm a big fan of the Tar Heels, so just so you know. But um, my first inclination on this question is no. However, just like with every client that comes into our office, um, before I can give you a definitive answer, I need to look at several things. I need to look at investments. I need to look at other income. I also need to look at a copy of your tax return so I can see if there are any carryover items that I need to address when I'm making that assessment for you. So um, so those are things that if you come in for a complimentary consultation and bring those documents with you, um, I will be happy to help you make that assessment and determine what is the um, best course of action for you. All right. Terrific. All right. Good, good stuff there. Okay. Mary in Greensboro, how can I locate an investment account that I lost track of many years ago? The firm I invested was sold to other firms. Yeah, how do you track that? How do you find that out? Well, that happens a lot, um, especially with all the firms being bought out um, like we've seen over the handful of years. I know one of the favorites of our clients, especially if they're looking for lost tax refunds, um, they check the Office of Unclaimed Funds within the state. So you can go on, um, you can Google the websites or you can um, check the USA.gov slash unclaimed money website or just call our office and our assistant Stephanie can provide you with the um, with the web address to be able to um, see if we can help you find those accounts. So that's a real thing because I, I get emails it once in a, a while, real you know. Thing, and I have spent um, a great deal of time with some of our clients over the years where um, they've had investments that they were placed in, not by our firm, but the companies have been bought and sold a handful of times, and they're still trying to track these investments, and they've lost. They've lost sight of where those funds are. So we, part of our service, part of our client service, um, we also will help you find and track down those type things. Um, it's just, just a value add, but it also gives the client a peace of mind as well. So, uh, Mary, there is hope for you. All right. Uh, so, Kenny, <laughs> Kenny and High Point, I'm 67 years old now. I want to delay filing and receiving Social Security benefit till I'm 70. My wife is 67 years old, and she is a non-working spouse who is not qualified to receive a Social Security benefit of her own earning, and she has not filed to receive a spousal benefit. Should she file to receive a spousal uh, benefit now, or can she wait until uh, she is 70 to get 50% of my benefit? Complicated question, but I'm sure you guys have a good answer, a clear answer. Yeah, sure. Uh, yes. So uh, if, if so, today, maximum or, or full retirement age is 67, uh, depending um, uh, if he's 67 now, uh, and he is at full retirement age, and so that varies uh, by 
by by how old you are. If he is, wants his spouse to get fifty uh, percent of his benefit, um, it does not go up if he waits to elect to age seventy. Um, so the maximum amount that she will get is when she is age sixty-seven, um, and that will not change, uh, despite the fact that he may wait until he's seventy. And as I said earlier, between sixty-seven and seventy, in not including the cost of living increase that is provided every year, which in 2022 is going to be upwards of 8%, uh, the normal increase in Social Security between 67 and 70, uh, a good rule of thumb is about 8%. So if, you're, if your full retirement amount is at uh, 67 is $1,000 a month, and you elect at 68, it's going to be 1,080. If you elect at 69, it's going to be a thousand and or it's eleven hundred and seventy. So it's going to go up every single year by eight percent. At seventy, that increase stops. So our typical advice to clients is that if you are age seventy, even though you may be working, we always recommend you elect Social Security at seventy, whether you're working or whether you're not, because your your, your benefit amount is not going to get any higher. All right, great questions from our listeners today. That brings us to the conclusion of our uh, first show. And we want to introduce the offer one more time uh, to our listeners. Kevin and Robin, let's tell us uh, what you guys have to offer. Now is a good time. Let's open up those phone lines. We do keep a few openings reserved for radio listeners on our calendar each week. So if you're one of the next 10 callers with at least $200,000 saved for retirement, we would like to provide you with a thorough strategic development process or second opinion review of your current situation. What we'll do first is review your tax returns. We can uncover long-term tax issues that exist in IRAs, maybe capital gains taxes, or even social security taxes. The second thing we'll do is establish your retirement income goal. This is money that you're going to need to cover the cost of enjoying your lifestyle all the way through retirement, not just the first five or 10 years. We employ strategies to stay on track with or beat inflation and tax as well as taking into account long-term care. We're also going to help you by analyzing your current investments. We can show you the real cost of fees and the calculated risk exposure level in your current situation. People are amazed at the amount of fees they are paying sometimes. So call now and get on the schedule for this thorough strategic development process or second opinion review of your current situation. 800-757-6062. 800-757-6062. Well, there you have it. The show has flown right by uh, Robin and Kevin. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I hope you found the information we presented to you helpful. And uh, we're going to see you next week around this same time. It's Infinite Wealth Advisors. We will see you next week. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Thanks for listening. Advisory services offered through Naples Asset Management Company, LLC, NAMCOA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Infinite Wealth Advisors, LLC. By contacting Infinite Wealth Advisors, LLC, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products. Insurance products and advisory services may only be provided to residents whom an insurance agent or advisor is properly licensed or registered. Please consult with us or your financial advisor for more information.